Welcome to the Unstoppable Coach Podcast. I'm Millette Jones, and every weekday I chat with today's most successful coaches, and we learn their secrets to building a thriving coaching business. Are you ready to be unstoppable? Let's go. Welcome to the Unstoppable Coach Podcast, where inspiration and action come together. Today I'm joined by Alex J. Moscow. Alex helps world-renowned coaches and speakers to grow their businesses, and he has personally sold over $5.2 million in coaching packages one-on-one. When Alex started his own coaching practice, he grossed nearly $200,000 in five months, working 10 hours per week. At one of his most recent events, he generated 280000 in sales with only nine attendees. His clients often report that after working with Alex, not only are they effortlessly enrolling premium clients and making more money, they also have become better people themselves. And Alex has accomplished all of this with a lifelong stutter. Alex, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. Excited for this. Now, before we jump into more about your business, I would love it if you would tell us just a little bit about who you are and maybe some of the things you like to do when you're not working. Ah, absolutely. So I look, currently live in San Diego. Um, I'm overlooking downtown in the Gaslamp District, and I actually just got back from a tour pretty much um, all around the world. I went to Hawaii, Australia, Bali, Canada, and so outside of what I do and what I love to do um, in my mission and in my business, uh, I love to travel and really experience all of what life really has to offer. I believe that there are all these amazing things in the world that are here in, in, in nature specifically for us to go out and to really explore. And so in my spare time, I love to be able to experience nature and travel to see all of the things that I, I haven't seen. Cause when I was little, I never really got to travel that much and never really got on vacation. So I definitely made it as a part of my lifestyle when I got in to business and really was more consciously created in my life that I really wanted to travel and to, to see the world. So I'd say one of my biggest passions is definitely traveling. You know, we all love to be inspired by people's journey. So the first part of our conversation is going to focus on your journey. How long have you been coaching and what really led you to get into it in the first place? So I've been coaching for the past nine years. I've had my business for the past two and a half. I got started. Um, I, I and I say I because I, I, uh, I actually I've had a speech impediment with a stutter for my whole life, and I went to speech therapy and didn't really didn't really work for me. And mm-hmm. so I've been into personal growth and spirituality for pretty much my whole life, and. I was brought to my first seminar when I was 19 years old and I, it was an incredible experience for me around just being aware of the different belief systems that I had and different stories I was telling myself around my speech. And like, I knew that I always wanted to like help people. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to help them grow and, um, just to get more out of life. And, that morphed into um, me wanting to help people, but I didn't. I didn't have the confidence to go out and, and, and do it myself, or I didn't have the confidence to actually do it in, in coaching. And so I started a online marketing company. And in my marketing company, you know, I thought I could help businesses because you know I was a younger guy. I was 21 when I started it, so they kind of associated me with like knowing the, the like internet. And so I kind of hid behind that, and uh, it was a great first start. And then uh, I actually had a an amazing mentor when I was 21. Ted McGrath, 
uh, he coaches coaches as well. And he helped me land my first six figure client when I was 21 years old. And it was great for, from a financial standpoint, yet I didn't know how to actually grow a business. I didn't know how to, how to scale, didn't know how to hire. And the universe aligned to where I pretty much fired my, my I fired my clients and Ted fired his staff and he asked me to partner up with him. So I, I worked in his business for four and a half years of building his coaching business. When I first started, there was about six grand in the bank account. And when I left, there was multiple seven figures. And so all the experience of 90 hour weeks of four and a half years of building his businesses and helping all of his, all of his, all of his clients uh, to, to, to build their coaching, their coaching businesses as well. So how did you then transition into doing your own thing after you worked for him for four years? What was that next step of your business? What did that look like? Mm. So if, if you, if, if you don't know Ted, Ted's all about living your mission and your passion and sharing your message. And, so as I was working, like before I worked with him, I was an entrepreneur and mm-hmm. I had a message inside. I just didn't have the the confidence to, to, to really share it. So I went to go work with Ted and it was a great transition point to where I could, I could get, I could get my feet wet. And right. as I was, I was always helping him build his mission who that I was aligned with, you know, like I still had a, a message inside. And so it got to the point to where like, uh, to where there was so much pain in not sharing my own message that like it was our, I remember, I, I remember the moment. It was a seminar that we put on. It was our biggest seminar. It was, uh, from a, from an impact and a financial perspective. And after the event, I, I remember sitting there on the stage after everyone left and I just had my, my face in my hands and I was just like, wow, like, is this all there is? And so I made the, the decision at that point that like, I knew that I needed to go out and share a message on my own. And I was, I wasn't congruent even in the position that I was doing, even though I I knew I was making a a difference in the world, but yet I was, I was, I was in an organization that was all about sharing your message and I wasn't sharing my own. Right. Yeah. So I, I had the uncomfortable conversation or or what I perceived as the uncomfortable conversation. And I got amazing support from my mentor and I went out and, um, started my, my first brand, the, the effortless enrollment blueprint, which helps coaches and speakers to effortlessly enroll high end dream clients in their programs and events. And it was, I started there because it was, it was like, I looked at in helping you know, hundreds of coaches uh, launch their businesses to scale their businesses from six to seven figures, uh, everything in between that I looked at, like, what was the most valuable skill set that I could teach? Mm-hmm. Like, what was the one thing that I could help make the biggest impact with? Right. And, and that was teaching, that was teaching enrollment because, you know, one of the biggest challenges that I've seen in the coaching industry, I've met amazing coaches who are phenomenal at what they do. They can really help, you know, they create big results for their clients. They help transform their clients' lives, massive results. Yet, if they don't actually get a client, their clients' lives don't change. Mm -hmm. So what do you find to be the reason that people aren't able to either to enroll high-end clients or to even create high-end products in the first place? Mm, I believe that there's a few things. That's such a great question. I believe that... that with sales, like sales is, I believe it's, it's getting better. Uh, 
and I believe the the consciousness that's around sales is raising. And what I mean by that is there's a a lot of stigma that exists around sales. You know, when you think of sales, or my my experience of speaking with thousands of entrepreneurs, hundreds of coaches is that most have a story around sales and it may not even be their own and maybe passed down, you know, different belief systems from family or whatever it would be is they think that sales is bad. Sales is sales is forcing somebody to do something that they don't want to do. And I believe that, you know, as a coach of, of, you know, offering a transformational service, whether that's in someone's health or in someone's business or in someone's relationship or in someone's spirituality, whatever type of coach you are, if you have a valuable service that changes someone's life, I believe it's a disservice to not, to not make an offer to that person. And I also believe that people don't fear sales. People, people fear sharing their opinion. They fear sharing their perspective and that, and that perspective being challenged. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think that the idea of it being challenged is sort of a different concept for me. I mean, I've heard people talk about that maybe people fear the rejection or just being told no, but that's that's a really interesting concept to think that it's just maybe it's just we don't want to get any pushback on our beliefs. Yeah, it's also what I find is a lot of like a... A big challenge that a lot of coaches and service providers make is like that they make sales about them mm-hmm. when it needs to be about what it's going to do for, for the other person. And I hear that a lot of like the, 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 like, the, the like fear of rejection, right? Right. And I, I, I challenge that in itself. It's like, is like for me, like rejection is, rejection is, you know, you, you you come home from a long day at work. You come home from a trip, and you walk into your bedroom, and your spouse is 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 laying in bed with your best friend. <laughs> right. Like that's that's rejection. Like that is betrayal. You know that's mm-hmm. rejection. Whereas if someone says no to a transformational coaching program that's going to change their life, like is that really rejection? <laughs> um, and it's and what I found too is like there's a lot of there's a lot of 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 process sales processes that make it it make it about the actual product you know rather than based upon what it's going to do for that person so uh, what what i believe sale i believe sales is is it's really it's really inspire it's really enrolling somebody in a bigger vision for themselves and then standing for that person in that vision Mm -hmm. so how do you help people wrap their brain around the idea of selling something that's a premium price. Because I know that a lot of the people, a lot of the coaches that I talk to, it's almost like there's there's a price that people feel comfortable at. And when you get above that, a lot of things start to come up. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. It's like, oh my goodness, am I worth it? Well, so who's going to pay this? Right. Will someone pay it, right? Yeah, I've, I've mm-hmm. totally been there. And uh, I'm so passionate about high-end clients because because it, it's really what I believe how we can make th- the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. And it's because like I, I it's you know people ask you know is it for the money is it for the money and I say like there's a part of it yeah like do, do I love the money yeah well why because it lets me do amazing things like take my family on vacation you know that has been on vacation in ten years it allows me to travel the world allows me to have the resources to to give back and make a bigger difference. Um, and it's also a source of energy. And so I believe our relationship to money is one of the most sacred and spiritual relationships that we have. And so, and it's also, uh, it's also a measure of c- c- commitment. Mm-hmm. 
So when when you're d- designing these different programs and they think about like, oh, well, what do I price that? Like uh, the the biggest mistake I see is most coaches look out and they go, okay, like what's what's everyone else doing? Mm-hmm. Like what's everyone else charging? Okay, well, I mean, I'll do a little. Okay, their char- coach is charging a hundred bucks an hour. I'm just starting. Maybe I'll charge you know eighty bucks. I'll work my way up. From what I've seen is that how it starts is is how it finishes. And so those who start small usually stay small. And it's a, a question to focus on is in creating high-end programs is who are you most probable to make the biggest amount of difference with? Mm-hmm. Who are you most probable to make the biggest impact on? Like it's the, it's the, it's the, the, the difference between if you're a relationship coach and if you're, if, and yeah, it's a difference between if you're a relationship coach and if you are looking to work with the 19 year old c- c- college guy who's just looking to like go to parties and date around mm-hmm. versus the, versus if you're looking to provide a high level matchmaking service for the 50 year old entrepreneur who's, who's burnt out and, and his or her wife or husband left them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a much different, it's a much different audience and, and, th- the the value there is most is much different and so i I would say to focus on like who are you most probable to 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 help most so is it looking at your own skill set and determining where your expertise lies or or maybe it's an and is it creating a really narrow niche so that the people that you are helping, there's not a whole lot of other people helping them. So it, it helps you to be able to charge a greater amount because you're really specific in what you're offering. Yes to both of those. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's getting clear on, okay, like, what is your expertise? You know, is it in spirituality? Is it in, is it in love and relationship? Is it in health and wellness? Whatever it is, great. And then look into, like, who are you most probable to help most? Like, who is, who is, like, for me, like, cause I look at my business and I work with, I work with, you know, um, really awesome coaches who are great at what they do, yet their bank accounts usually don't match up to the amount of transformation that, that, that they provide. Mm-hmm. And I, I do that because I believe coaches are the leaders of the, of the, entrepreneurial world that that are going to make the the biggest difference. And so for me and my mission, I want to make the biggest difference possible for myself. And I know I can't do that on my own. So I work with coaches because I know that they're kind of like a first domino to where the more that I can help them communicate their message, the more that I can help them enroll and make a bigger impact with their programs, their events, their masterminds, their retreats. I know that, that the difference that, that I have ripples out. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that's, that's, it's a process that I share with everyone I work with is like, okay, like who is that for you? You know, like what's the difference you want to make and what, who, who is your, who's, who is your, who is your service going to be most valuable for? And then yes, getting specific and niching down. And I say niche because I, I have Australian mentors who, who say quiche is quiche. And so niche is spelled <laughs> like niche. So it's niche. So um, yeah, and just getting specific because it's the it's the it's the difference between you know like if if God forbid if you have to have to have, if you have to have you know surgery on your back, um, going and looking for surgeons and you have you know the most amazing family 
f- physician that can do everything from A to Z that is, is great at back surgery rather than the, 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 the number one the back surgeon in the whole world. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's that specificity that's going to set somebody apart. Right. Now, I want to get your opinion on something else. And this is something that I find there's just a big polarity on. People either love the idea or they hate the idea. There's rarely anyone in the middle. (laughs) And that is offering free services or discounted services, particularly when people are starting out. How do you feel about that idea? I, I think it's a phenomenal topic. I, such a good topic. Like, I think if you're just starting out, because so th- th- this is the thing is that like w- with our gifts, with our unique talents, we're kind of like a fish in water mm-hmm. where a fish doesn't realize just how miraculous and life giving that water is. Whereas with our gifts, it's something that we've, we've usually been doing our whole life. It's become so natural and so effortless to us. And so we think, oh my goodness, how can we ever charge for it? Mm-hmm. You know, usually when most of us have been giving our gifts away for, for free for most of our lives. So when someone first starts out, like if they've, if they've never coached before, like there's, I believe it's on a case by case basis. I believe that it serves in some aspects, you know, to, mm-hmm. to like, to, 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 to get some free clients with the, with the agreement that, Hey, if this next 30 days, if this next 60, 90 days goes well, like at the end, I want to talk about, you know, what a, a professional coaching relationship looks like if, if both of us are, are happy. Mm-hmm. So I like that aspect, you know, to build to build someone's confidence. Great. I uh, the the trap with that though, I see oftentimes is that there's been like amazing skill sets and gifts that have been developed for years, and that's a step that that's that's not needed. So, so for example, somebody who's been uh, somebody who's been in corporate, you know, building systems, say. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing that for the past 20 years. And then they, they go out and they're going to help, you know, entrepreneurs do it now. It's like that person has 20 years of experience in doing it. That person doesn't need to, that person doesn't need to, to go and, and get some free clients. You know, they, they've been doing it for, for, for 20 years. So I don't have a hard stand on it uh, as far as doing it as giving away free services to start out. I believe it's on a case by case basis and it's based upon someone's goal. Like if somebody wants to, and how fast does somebody, how fast does somebody want to achieve what their desired outcomes are? Mm -hmm. And there's different, there's, there's, there's different routes for that, you know? And for me, like why I'm so passionate about high end clients is it's not so much for the money. As I shared, it's, it's more so because it it inspires the the, the best clients to step forward who are most committed to getting their result. So they become the the best clients to work with who are ecstatic to actually pay, to to pay uh, what someone's worth. So another question then is when you get people who maybe are just starting out in the coaching industry, do you really look at what their overall, I don't know, like the, the background, where they're coming from? Do you look at kind of the whole picture when you're determining if you want to, as a coach, if you're wanting to offer a high-end service or product, is it really based on the transformation that I can offer to someone else? Yeah, I believe that as coaches, we have a responsibility, especially in the sales process, you know, to make a suggestion and an invitation and offer mm-hmm. to, w- to what's best going to serve that person. 
and so, and, and that's based upon, you know, there's, uh, there's so many different ways that people teach how to run strategy sessions. Right. Right. And it's basically, you know, what's the vision, what's the challenge and how do I help? That's pretty mm-hmm. much what the outline is. So like, I believe that we have, like, there's, it's like, cause if somebody, if somebody comes to me and they like want to build a million dollar business in a year, you know, selling a $97, you know, online video course is probably not going to serve them best, you know, like they're, right. pro- they're probably going to need like a really high level one-on-one coaching program that maps it maps out how they can do, you know, ex- exotic retreats and seminars that maps out, you know, how to create high end coaching programs that maps out their entire marketing system, um, their messaging, what's going to help them scale all sorts of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not so much based upon the, their, their, background you know that's a small piece of it It, it, yeah it's based upon like what is it going to what's it going to actually do for them like what's their desired transformation then also like if i believe too as a coach if you you feel confident in in standing for that person in that right well we've actually managed to go way way away from our questions but that's okay (laughs) cool So I want to I want to get back just a little bit into your business and how you got your business going. And I would love it if you could talk to us a little bit about as you were getting your business started, you know, everybody experiences these ups and downs. And I would love it if you could tell us about maybe a low point that you experienced and then how you got yourself back up out of there. Yeah. So what's interesting is like in in, in in the coaching organization that I was working with, like I've been, I was, was selling, you know, six figure coaching packages since I was 21 years old. Mm-hmm. And so I was really confident in, in, in the sales conversation and I was confident in, in just selling it for somebody else. But then when it came time for myself, when I launched my own business, like I, like I knew how powerful high end programs were. Um, and like, I just didn't have the, the, the like confidence, you know, like my just imposter syndrome came up of like, well, you know, it was all my success wrapped in because I was working for my mentor, right. you know, and they only listened to me because of that, you know, am I good enough? And I remember that I was getting ready to like launch my business and I was having enrollment conversation or I was having enrollment conversations with some potential clients that I could help. And it was my first time getting like personal clients for my, for myself. Mm-hmm. And I was I was having these, these conversations and like, I, I, I was like, I, I was offering him for such a discounted rate, like a really, really small rate. And like, I could just feel that even when I, I made a sale that like, I felt, I, 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 I felt like I was selling my soul mm-hmm. and it was just like, it just didn't, it didn't feel, it it didn't feel aligned. And I was just like, it was, I was in such turmoil of like, I just left, you know, what everyone else would think in I got the feedback was like an amazing career an amazing opportunity. I was making over six figures in a coaching organization, making a difference. And I left it to pursue, to to, to pursue my own message. Mm -hmm. And then I I was, and then to go out and to sell, you know, and then to go out and to like make offers for coaching packages for for like $500. And to, and for, for delivering a lot for like working one-on-one and, I just, I remember sitting there and I didn't know what to do. Like I was in, I was in credit card debt and I remember actually talking to my dad and actually, I actually asked my dad for a $5,000 loan. Mm -hmm. 
which was another really hard, hard part of getting started, you know, after having a career making over six figures for, you know, a few years and then to go to, and then to like go to my dad and to like ask for money because I wanted to, to go to a seminar Mm -hmm. because I knew that it would help. And so I got really clear at that point that like that was the last time that I was going to ever have that conversation with with my family. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, and I, I went there and I just really got clear of, of just rather than, rather than trying to be somebody else, you know, rather than, then, rather than, you know, cause I, at that time I was, I was dressed up in suits and like, I thought going to events or like I needed to, had to be in a suit and tie for people to listen to me. Cause I, I was, I, I was a bit younger. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just, I just remember of going of like, of, of this, of, and so much of built in of, of what I teach now is, you know, people say, walk your talk, right? right. Say, walk your talk, walk your talk. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, and like, I, I, I believe really, um, wholeheartedly into talk your walk. So to be able to teach, you know, what, what has been your path, what has been your path that's helped you get to where you are in whatever area of your expertise is. And so I started to walk myself through my own process of how I've helped other coaches and how I've helped build a multi-million dollar coaching organization. And then I got clear on like what what was the what was the true value that I was providing. Right. And and then I started to focus not on myself and 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 all of my stuff that was there of like I I, I don't feel good enough. I just I just got out of, you know, the career. What am I doing? Are people going to listen to me? That was all there. But I got myself out of the equation because what I realized is all that was such self-centric thinking it was all about me 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 mm-hmm. when i didn't leave i didn't leave a, a six-figure career to be about me i wanted to go help other people so when i took the focus off of myself and i started to focus on who i could help that's when everything shifted for me mm. I, I got my first consulting my first ever um consulting client uh three weeks into starting my own business after getting my like official business license i got a thirty thousand dollar consulting um, it could, could consult a client to, to help them with their seminars. Uh huh. So would you say that just taking the focus off of yourself, that that was really where you felt like that was the tipping point and did things start to really click and, and go a lot easier after that? Yeah, it, it just like, I really just, and, and, and it, it was a process for me and it was also a learning curve, you know, mm-hmm. it was a learning curve of, of just being, uh, of also just like being genuinely in focused and so curious about like how to help other people. And that was my focus and getting my myself out of the way, getting myself out of the way of my own beliefs of this person doesn't have the money. This person, you know, this person wouldn't want to work with me. They have enough help already. They're happy in their business already. You know, like I just started to offer, I was like, Hey, you know, like I, I was like, Hey, you know, what, what, what are you up to? Cool. And I would, I would ask, Hey, are you looking for help or s- support in X was area? Cool. Do you want to explore that? And just the more I just got out there and I started to offer help and free help, you know, like free help. And then if it led to something that then it did. Mm-hmm. And so, I, so just to be clear, I wasn't giving my services away for free. It was just conversations to see how I could add value. Mm-hmm. And I learned that the more value that that I, I could add, that, that that led in, even if it wasn't direct. This is a, a, a key point when I first started. Of that, if it like, because oftentimes it wasn't direct to the person I was going after, but they would refer me to somebody. 
And so there was there was so much there was so much value that I was putting out there that even if the value exchange wasn't directly, I definitely got it back times ten indirectly. So would you say that building up relationships, building up a network, is something that coaches should really put a lot of effort in? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because I believe because in coaching, like it's if if you've been in the coaching industry for a while like i have i mean like like most of my network is coaches and i also get so much perspective when i go and i travel because you know mo- most of the world is not mm-hmm. so i believe it's so important especially if you're just getting into this industry to surround yourself in communities you know listen to podcasts like this you know fill it, fill your fill your mindset and also i believe the physical space around you of getting into communities of coaches who are who are th- who are of the same mindset who have similar belief systems who wanted who want to do more who want to make a bigger impact I, I think or for myself building my network has been has has definitely been my number one asset so before we move on to the part of the podcast that focuses on really what's working in business today, I'd like to talk a little bit about the future. What have you got coming up? What are you excited about creating next in your business? Mm, so I am, I'm just getting ready to launch a couple marketing s- systems online. And so I'm, I'm incredibly grateful for the business that, that I have right now. Uh, I, 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 I've strictly built my business from, I speak on two stages per year mm-hmm. and I have a, a strong Facebook presence just, just with my personal profile without, without paid advertising. And I have a mastermind that that does about 750,000 a year. And it takes me about five and a half hours a week to, to actually f- fulfill on that. Uh-huh. And so I'm incredibly grateful to to have built that to where it's sustains me, and it's it's a really it's a really lifestyle friendly model that still delivers amazing value and transformation to my clients. And I'm committed to getting my message out to a much wider audience, and that means you know using different avenues of online marketing with Facebook ads and YouTube ads and just really going more in, in that direction because what I've what I found is and uh, what I've been reflected back to me and it's still really raw and vulnerable for me to share but it's uh, I, I'm, I'm being branded as 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 a coach that has the highest client success ratio mm-hmm. of those who who really help coaches, mm-hmm. and so like as that got reflected back to me more and more, like a deeper connection to my mission was like, wow, like you know, who, who am I to like not go into these different different avenues? If that's what you know, that's why I'm I'm on podcasts like this now to to share my message and to also share my story more. Of because my whole message, I mean, if you think about it, I have uh, effortless enrollment, which is high end sales, and I have another brand called Small Events Big Profits, which is how to run highly impactful events and retreats with six to sixteen people and walk away with six figures in three days. So that's a brand on how to do awesome events and make offers from stage. And like I, if you could tell on this podcast, like I, I still stutter, you know. Mm-hmm. So like uh, getting my message and my story out to the world is so important to me, and so I'm. I, I feel such an I feel such an obligation and such a calling to do it, and so I'm super excited for getting these different marketing systems launched. Where there's a there's amazing value that's going to be d- d- 
delivered throughout. It's what my clients pay, you know, forty, sixty, hundred thousand dollars per year in my different masterminds to actually can get access to. Um, I, I've carved out certain sections of those of the highest value so that I, I can make a bigger difference in the world. So I'm definitely excited for that. So you've mentioned a few things um, already, the, the coaching and the masterminds and some of the new stuff that you're moving into. One of the things that coaches really love to talk about is ways to generate money. You know, some people just love to do the one-on-one coaching if they have 20, 20 sessions a week, that's exactly what they want to do. And then other people really like to be creative and they like to, to get as many different revenue streams as possible, whether it's just from a creative standpoint or also from the standpoint of, you know, if one sort of slides, I have other things to back me up, that sort of thing. So how are you generating revenue in your business? Mm, so with my model, my model is, um, my model is, uh, I call it the inspired sales funnel. Uh-huh. So are you, are you, are you familiar with client, uh, ascension? Not much. Okay. I've, so I've heard it before. Gotcha. So that, that's basically the, the, the idea of like a, a funnel that, that drives somebody to like a seven dollar, a $7 product. And then if they like that, someone will buy a $97 product. And if they like that, then they'll buy something for like $197. Okay. Yes. So that's, so that model's ascending. Mm-hmm. What I run in my business and what I teach is to actually have a descending model. And a descending model starts with who you can impact most. Because mm-hmm. I believe if somebody wants to, you know, work with you one-on-one VIP, these high-end clients, they they do not want to go through PDFs. They do not want to go through the video courses, you know, and that's for me and myself of how I've designed my business is exactly how I, I, I'm a huge believer in, in, in becoming the client who you want to attract. Mm-hmm. And so like uh, for me and my, in, in my mentorship that I seek out, if I have an, if I have a question, if I need a challenge solve, like I, I really don't want to go to module seven, video three, 22 minutes in to get the <laughs> right. answer, you know, like I want to go straight to the expert. I want to say, ask my question and I'm happy to pay for it. And your clients are happy. There's, there's, there's a 10 to 15 to 20% ratio of everyone's market who wants that higher level of service. Yet most coaches aren't, aren't even offering that. So for me, I, I've, I've been able to, to, create the success that I have in, 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 in my business. And it's, it's success from, from the like terms of myself. And I believe what I believe of success in business is, you know, what's, what's in a, what's in, what are, what's in alignment with your revenue to, and your lifestyle goals. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like when I first started, I was like, I want to build a multi-million dollar business right. in my first year, you know? <laughs> and then I started doing, I was like, wow, like I just worked 90 hour weeks for four years. You know, I want to, I want to have life. I want to enjoy life. So I, I built a, and I also built a business that's really congruent to who I am mm-hmm. and, and be, being, you know, in spirituality and personal growth my whole life. Like I'm kind of a deep guy, you know, I've done some introspection in my time. So I've built like coaching containers that, that are deep, you know, that's why my coaching, my, my, in my, in my masterminds, my one-on-one, it's for the year. It's, it's a really deep container that provides, you know, a really high level of transformation and the, 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 the investment matches that. Mm-hmm. And so for, like, I'm, I'm a, such a huge fan of in creating revenue of creating different, like high transformation uh, p- p- packages. And those are the, the offerings because, 
it allows you to put larger chunks of cash in your account so that if you want to scale or if you want to do more things like that's that's truly available right and in my experience as well it's you know most I'll use most. I'm not using absolute. I say most. <laughs> most okay. coaches have, you know, 30, 50, 100 grand sitting in their warm network. They're just, it's like they're sitting on gold and they have in their mm-hmm. hand like a little teaspoon and they like need to get the teaspoon out of their hand and actually get a shovel. Like, <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about though is like they don't have, they don't have a program that's high value, high touch that's going to attract you know, those highly committed clients who are ecstatic to invest at a higher rate. So to, to make, to make revenue, um, I know you asked for myself, but I'll, I'll, I'm sharing it from the point of, of the, uh, the listeners here as well mm-hmm. is that like the, the, the fastest way to make, to make cash, to put cash into your business is to create a high end offer for that person who you, who, who you can help most and to put it out to your warm network. So you don't need Facebook ads. You don't need any type of pit advertising. You don't need to spend any money. You just need to get clear on your message and get clear on the package of who you can help most. So do you recommend that people choose like one model or the other? Or is there a way for people to sort of, you know, combine that so that they have maybe a a price point that's a little bit lower to to have it available for those people that that do want to have an experience with them, but maybe just don't have the budget to invest in a high end product. But then also, you know, I think somebody told me once that it was called hyper responders, people that will just buy anything and everything that you put out, they want it. So maybe have a high end product for those people that are going to want everything that you come out with or do you suggest one model or the other so i suggest like in your inspired sales funnel to have a couple different offerings so you have your you you have your one-on-one mm-hmm. so if you're just starting you have your one-on-one so that should be for six months i suggest you should have an offering for a vip day mm-hmm so that can be a VIP day with like one or two calls. And then I believe there should be a lower end offering that it can be lower end, lower price point, mm-hmm. but that, that offer, that offer, that offering needs to be scalable. Mm-hmm. So that offer can be a two day event. It can be a single day event. It can be a six week online, online program. That's a taught virtual to where you can put 10, 20, 30 people into it. And it, 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 it only takes an hour a week. So I believe, I believe in lower, lower end offerings. Mm -hmm. I just believe that they should be scalable. Mm, Right. And, and they're the downsell, like they're, they're, they're the downsell to your Mm one-on-one. I don't believe in, especially if you're not at a quarter million dollars yet, like to not, to not offer the actual group program. I believe that which, when, with your marketing and with your messaging, like it needs to attract that person who wants the one-on-one. And then if they can't afford it or if it's not, the, or if whatever, whatever the story is, like mm-hmm. the downsell is, is into the highly leveraged, highly impactful group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. What would you say is your favorite strategy for bringing in new clients? Um, you mentioned Facebook ads. You mentioned doing some YouTube stuff. What? What do you really like right now for introducing new people to what you have to offer? So to 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 be to be clear, I just wanted to make sure I'm answering the the question correctly. Mm-hmm. It is that for myself, for myself, what do I like personally, or for coaches who are just starting? What do I like for them? 
yeah, for coaches that are just starting, what would you think would be the best way for them to bring new clients to their business? Yeah. So coaches who are just starting, it's all about just warm network. It's leveraging all of the assets that, that are there. Mm-hmm. So, and the first step is like getting clear on the, the message, you know, getting clear of the message of who you help. So like a simple framework for that is I help people do this so they can have that. Mm-hmm. So I help people do this so they can have that. And then you can change up people to be more specific. So I help coaches and speakers. I help entrepreneurs. I help, I help overwhelmed mothers. Mm-hmm. You know, I help, I help this audience do this so they can have that. And so they can have that is so important. So they, they need to get clear on what their, what their message is. And then they need to go out to their warm network and start communicating about it. Like that's the, that's the thing of what I find is where a lot of resistance comes up for most coaches when they first start is they just haven't communicated about what they're doing. And so the more that they can build that muscle of communication of going to their friends, going to their warm network, going to, on Facebook and posting a v- vulnerable video of, Hey, like I'm taking a deeper ownership of, of the, the difference I want to make on, in this world. And this is new for me. And I, I help people do this so they can have that. And I'm really passionate about that because of X, Y, and Z. And it's helped me in my story because of this is how it's impacted my life. And now I'm really called to go out and help people do the same thing. So if this resonates with you, or if you know somebody who this can help, you know, please comment below or send me a message. Like that's a simple format for like a really easy video to make. And that's as that consistency is built, as somebody's consistently doing that, the, the, the charge or the, what could be labeled as fear around that it, it gets, it gets less and less. And it's, it's just like anything else. It's just like a, a, like your, your message is like a, a whole new muscle. Mm-hmm. And just like a new muscle that maybe ha- hasn't been worked out in a while, like when you work it out for the first couple of weeks, maybe kind of sore. Right. And so, but the more that you work it out, the, the muscle fibers rip and they grow back stronger and stronger. So I would say that the best way for new coaches to put new clients and generate new opportunity in their business is by going out, getting really clear on their message, getting clear on their hook, what's their unique value proposition, and then being able to uh, in, to get referrals and invite those referrals into a conversation. Nice. Yeah, that's great advice. Um, I just think that the, the idea for a lot of people is they just get hung up on just the fear and just getting out there, like you said, and getting used to it. Getting used to communicating that message is a great step. So knowing what you know now about building up a really successful business, what would you say would be the first thing that someone should do if they want to be successful in their business? Or even is there anything that you wish you had done first? What a phenomenal question. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. I, 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 was, I was asked this question like last year and I, I haven't even thought about it until, until then. So I really appreciate it. So what would I do differently from the beginning if I knew what I, what I know now? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm, what or the faster we can confront life, the more we create time. Hmm. The faster we can confront life, the more we can create time. So there has been multiple strategies in my business that I wasn't confronting. So like paid traffic, Facebook ads is, is a great example of that. 
where like I knew I needed to do it. I was just resistant to it. And so the faster that I was able to confront it and to look at it and to get into the back office and to hire the coaches and the faster I took action on doing it, um, the more certainty that I had around it. Mm-hmm. So if I were to start over from the, uh, over, uh, over again, what I would do differently is I would just, if I, if I had the, if I had the inkling that I wanted to do something, I, I would go after it and I'd go after it faster. Mm, nice. Like, even though like, like there's, if you look from an outside perspective as, as to like what I've built in and the like speed of how I've built it, you know, most people would say it's really fast. And I know that in my own process, I would have had a lot more freedom in, 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 in the creation and the joy of that process. If I were to confront the things faster in my life. Right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, Alex, this has been so good. And I've learned so much just in this short amount of time that we've been talking. I'd like to finish up now with the final five rapid fire questions. So what is one habit or skill that's helped you become unstoppable? I'd say vision. I I believe as an entrepreneur, vision, having having a vision that inspires you to get out of bed every day is 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 one of the most important assets that you can build for yourself. What is one quality that you feel every successful coach needs to develop? I want to see how I want to word this. It's a confidence in their truth and the ability to communicate that. Mm. Recommend one book that's had a big impact either on your business or on your life. Deepak Chopra, The Spontaneous Fulfillment of Desire. Give us one online resource that you think coaches would love to use and that you couldn't do business without. Mm, it's an app. The and the app is called Voxer. It's a voice messaging app. Changed my entire life in business. And finally, how can the listeners best connect with you? Um, what social platforms are you on and what's your website? So the best way to connect is Facebook. So I'm at facebook.com slash Alex J. Moscow, A-L-E-X. J M O S C O W. And then my website is alexjmoscow.com. Well, I will be sure to get all of those links and all of the recommendations on the show notes page. Alex, thank you so much for joining me. This has been such an amazing conversation. Thanks so much for having me. It's been a blast. Thanks for joining us on the Unstoppable Coach Podcast. Be sure to head over to the website at unstoppablecoach.co where you can grab the show notes and check out all the resources and the links to the guest website and social sites. And be sure you join us every weekday when I interview another successful coach and we learn their secrets to building an unstoppable coaching business.